Kia ora and thank you for talking to me. Can you introduce yourself, please? Uh, hi. Okay. Yes, of course. Uh, well, my name is Judy Angeles. I am from Peru. I'm sorry for all the publics that uh, that hell. That uh, sorry, my English is terrible. No, no. <laughs> but uh, sorry, all the public that they can hear me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I am here in Wellington. Uh, seven months ago, approximately, I am recently here. Yeah. yeah. And you came here and you're quite quickly um, very involved in the sewing project. Oh, yeah. Yes, I am volunteer in Rizzo, Venice. Um, I love, I love the place because uh, they have, um, they have that idea that no one is not working because you can reduce many things and and maybe mm, give a new useful uh, for the house or for the clothes yeah. yeah yeah so just that if we have this fabric and mm. it's too good to throw out then we can make yeah everything that you want that you want because the create is is depend on how creative is the people and here in in result the women are so so creative and they can use all the materials all the fabrics uh, and create a new beautiful things really beautiful things and I learned so much uh, from them mm, it sounds yeah. like you're in a, yeah. a class for <laughs> an <Yeah>. advanced class <laughs> yes because mm, my experience sewing is not so so much uh, I like to be handbags and purse but never in my life I make um, clothes or t-shirts I don't know some clothes but uh, here in Russell uh, many people has experience to make clothes and they can help me and they are so so beautiful and so um, so patient with me because sometimes I cannot understand when when they explain me something and I say sorry can you still uh, speak a uh, slow please mm. yeah but they are so so beautiful person people sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so you've decided so far that you're not going to make a panel for the exhibition that you are going to be helping mm. with the fabric instead for now yeah yeah yes uh, I am helping now making this the, the panels and so those are the white cloth panels that the, that um, uh, are the, the yeah. basis for yeah yes uh, because I think this idea that you you can uh, commemorate the, the the force of the woman who fight fight for for their own right about the suffrage, 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 suffrage. Yeah, is yeah is is so important in our life, especially for us because we are women and they they fight for our right right now. To a day we we have many uh, many positive things in the in our society because they fate for for us for our right yeah. yeah and so coming from peru and um this is your kind of one of your gateways to learning about new zealand 
has it changed your mind about some things or have you learnt? Are you, are you learning many things here uh, because the society is a little different to Peru. Peru is a big, mm, a big country. Is uh, so with crazy series, big series, and it's Wellington especially is so quiet. Is the people is so beautiful. People is so friendly, especially that you can all see in a big city than Lima, in Peru. Yeah, and and the traffic for me, for me, it's <laughs> sometimes when I when when I am on the street. My friends or my partner say, "Oh, this is a traffic," and I say, "This <laughs> is not traffic. <laughs> when you cannot move in two in one hour, two blocks, this is a traffic." <laughs> yeah, Wellington is a beautiful so place. Maybe. Yeah, so quiet, beautiful, and especially because people are so friendly. Mm. Yeah, and so you're bringing new perspectives to people here as well yeah. by teaching them about. <laughs> What yeah. real traffic is, and I'm sure yeah, many more things yeah, from yeah. from your country and your experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much for oh. talking to us. Thank you, thank you, you for the patience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and happy sewing. Oh yeah, thank you. Kia ora, Caroline. Kia ora. Heard your name mentioned a lot so far today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Could you introduce yourself and say what you're up to here? Okay, I'm Caroline O'Reilly and I'm the Recycle Coordinator and Sewing Tutor at Vinnie's Risa. So I've been running the project since it started in October 2017 now. And um, Coming up to the birthday. Coming up to our birthday, yes. So we've been doing a lot of projects that work within the community, recycling the materials that we don't sell in the op shop and making things for people for free. Um, we sell a few bits in our shop, but not a mo lot, and we go out to fairs, etc. but we love making things that will actually help community people. Um, we also give a lot of materials away to the community so that they can do their own things. And um, we did work on a project earlier in the year with um, Thistle Hall and a number of other textile artists across um, Wellington, which was really successful. And I loved the fact that people who would never get to work in spaces, galleries and museums, got the chance to do that there and I could see the confidence in their work mm. and themselves as people rose and they chatted about it for a few weeks after and I thought, ah, Suffrage 125's coming up and I knew that there was a potential space in the museum and so somebody who's new to Vinnie's Riso on their first visit walked in and said, oh, I want to do this for Suffrage, would you do it? And it was... It really didn't match up with what we wanted to do, so I quickly had a look at the petition because I didn't know much about it um, and found out all these interesting facts about how long it was, how big, how many panels, how many people took part in it. And I was just, oh my, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could replicate that in Stitch and get loads and loads of people involved to make a panel each, people that would never get the chance to exhibit in museums because I know... I've worked with Vincent's art group. Um, I've had friends who've worked at Pablo's and people in the UK. But if you don't have a formal art background, been to art college, been to design college, the likelihood of you ever being able to get um, your things exhibited in a museum are practically nil. So, And I think that's really unfair because having worked with um, people across many countries, some of the most amazing things I've seen have actually come from people who have not gone through that formal art training. Mm. Um, and my background is actually teaching in a, a formal art 
um, college. So I've seen a lot of students that go through who've been accepted and they're very talented, but there are this incredible amount of people who are even more talented, who've just because of life circumstances have never managed to have an education in that, go to college to do anything, let alone art, mm. um, and have been, and in my circumstances, discouraged from actually taking up art. I only took it up because the career I trained in I couldn't do once I became a single parent. And so I went back to college and I did an apprenticeship and I ended up teaching at an art college, um, fashion and textiles. So I, I, I feel that pain about not being able to hang my own stuff in a formal gallery. So for me, it's really important to give everybody in society that opportunity. And this project gives 546 people that opportunity. And it gives also professional artists the opportunity to share their skills, because we do have some who are joining in, to share their skills for free with people who, who never get to meet those type of people and they never get to go to their workshops because they're, they're in hundreds. So for me, it's, it's, it has so many great things coming out of it. Mm. So right now we're in the Harbour Boardroom at the Wellington Museum. Oh, and I love it. <laughs> Taking I am over. So we are so at home. <laughs> um, it's just beautiful. Yeah. And so we're in the kind of, it's kind of in the early production stages yep. at the moment. And how, where does it go from here? At the moment, piles of fabric everywhere, people making panels. Um, so once we've finished here on the 18th of um, September, we will be going back to um, Vinnie's Riso and people are welcome along there to come and take fabric, to join in the project, come and make it our, our studios and we'll be opening up on a Saturday once a month, maybe twice a month so they can come, if you're working full time you can come along. But also what's great for me is it's just not in Wellington. You know, we, uh, we're we in a museum where lots of people come through from, uh, we've just had somebody who's come from Australia who's Kiwi, so she's going home and she's going to be working with her Fano there and her um, daughters and granddaughters and teaching them about their New Zealand history and we've got somebody in San Francisco who's doing the same and so we're going to get in contact with um, people all over the world who are Kiwis that we know and uh, encourage them to do it with their families but we've got people in Glenorchy, Queenstown, um, Coromandel, all over New Zealand who are getting involved and they're going to be doing it in their communities or in their families or in groups or schools who are going to be making a panel and then sending us it here to Wellington and we'll begin attach them all together with draw, um, safety pins which then means once it's hung here because we've got very very tall ceilings in this museum so and we've got a four-story um, staircase that we can hang it off but a lot of museums and libraries only have small small spaces so we've decided to put them all together with safety pins so that it can actually be taken apart and hung in any space around the country. So we hope eventually they'll go to museums, it'll go to libraries, because not on the front it's going to be very decorative and all different styles. We've got people knitting, we've got people weaving sheets, we've got people crocheting, tatting, embroidery, collage, people putting paper on some of them, all sorts of different techniques, painting, printing. And um, but on the back of it is going to be fabrics from the last 125 years, and that's going to be hung chronologically. So that will show you how the designs, the patterns, the colours, and more importantly, the textures and the types of materials and fibres that we've had over the last 125 years. So 
that hopefully will start some conversations around you know man-made fibers coming in and what impact they've had and you'll be able to see if you look at graphs that actually between you know the rise of the global warming and the rise of the use of man-made fibers etc and the effect on the oceans by the time scale that you see on the back of that panel right so not just women's suffrage it's a whole kind of um, living exhibit yeah yeah and out of it you know it's not only people who have been on the panel as you've heard it's people that the what the lives of women in the last 125 years so we're not only honoring the people who signed it and gave us that vote but we're honoring the day-to-day people who um, are part of our own lives and their stories and for us a lot of the conversations are coming up about how our grandmothers our great-grandmothers our aunts taught us how to sew and how they sewed from things that were already in the house and that they didn't go and buy new fabrics they repurposed they repurposed they you know and I've got lying here my quilt from my great 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 grandmother and there's fabrics in that that go back to the mid 1750s through to the 18 late 1800s and so that was all made out of her old and her family's old clothing beautiful velvets and printed um, sh- colours on the front absolutely gorgeous and then on the back are calicos and the underskirts and the blouses and the pillowcases and the ticking from mattresses to back it so it's a whole you know all of the household materials are in that one quilt mm. and unfortunately for us she didn't finish it so we can see all of that we can see what's inside it we can see what's on top and what's on the back, back. yeah but that up until you know, the 1960s was happening all over the country and all over the world, people were not throwing materials away. Because it's quite incredible when you think that in order to make a, a blouse, you have to make the fabric, the, the, the cotton first, but then you have to weave the fabric and then you have to make the blouse. And it's, it's, it's phenomenal when you look actually how valuable a shirt would have been pre-mechanisation because it would take you five weeks to just make the fabric and seven only seven hours to make the shirt but it might take you two weeks to make the yarn the, the thread to actually make it and so the manpower hours were fol- colossal so a shirt would probably for a working man would probably cost two or three thousand dollars in our own day mm. so that's why they only had one or two items so it's why they cut them up and fast fashion has meant that we don't treat our clothes with the respect that they do they deserve mm. and we end up with this massive amount of waste that we have. So with this, we encourage people to use materials in their house. We don't want people going and buying new mu- materials. We want them to use the materials, their old sheets, the materials that are lying in their drawers, you know, tablecloths, napkins, um, doilies and then any old clothing that they've got in their wardrobes that may have been lying around because they've got holes in that they're not going to use reuse it Mm. make the panels out of them Mm. and so you're gesturing now to the piece that you're working on oh yeah so mine's really really simple i've just got the plain white sheet at the moment and i've started drawing lines on it for the lines of where the women would have signed the petition and i'm actually got in the room an original singer treadle handheld windy machine that a friend of mine's bought in it and that's the machine that my grandmother gave me at eight when my mother gave me a toy machine and I I started crying on Christmas day <laughs> so a week later she went to the shop and she got me a really old singer so I used to sit in my bedroom and just hand shuffle it very quietly and then I get really really fast and my mother would scream up the stairs go to bed 
because she'd fear me and then I'd put it under my blanket and I'd go really slowly but I'd get so enthusiastic and want to do something I'd quickly and then she'd go to bed and eventually she'd come up and take it it's like probably the equivalent of a Game Boy or an iPad mm. nowadays <laughs> and so yeah I'm going to be using that hopefully to make the, my lines and then what I'm going to do is I'm leaving the threads at the end um, not tied off or cut I'm actually going to leave them on so, because we leave threads at the end of our lives. Our lives don't yeah. end like that and everything's sorted. And then I'm going to put the name of the lady. I'm going to go to the petition and I'm going to look at the actual marks on the petition. So, we've got a lot of petitions that had ink spills, have got, you know, fingerprints, have got mm. doodles on them. So, I'm going to use those marks on mine. Um, I'm going to probably dye it with some tea and some natural dyes to get it looking old. And then I'm going to look at what women would have worn in the 1893s and we've got some very old hooks and eyes and poppers so I'm actually going to decorate that with hop hooks and eyes and poppers to resemble the, the backs of corsets and some of the, the costumes that they'd worn and I'm probably going to, uh, the 46 stitches will actually be 46 six old poppers so they'll be decorating on it so yeah it'll, it'll have lots of little bits and pieces making up one piece. Yeah. Wow. Look forward to seeing yeah. it when it's done. That's what's great about this project. There are so many different ways of doing it. Yeah. And I'm uh, looking forward to all the, you know, mm. 546 different ways of making a panel. Mm. And so how do people get involved? So what they can do is they can email me at reso at viniswellington.org.nz. So that's R-E-S-E-W at V-I-N-N-I-E-S wgtn.org.nz and once we they email and say they want to do a panel they can I will send them the um, the necessary things that they can get on to do mm. and you can also go to our Vinnie's Riso um, website and there's a Facebook page they can join so any three methods email me go on there and say you want to join or go to our website and there's a you can click on the um, a link to a, a Google form that says I want to join so there's and all people need to do is um, they need to basically if they want to get involved they can either pick somebody who is part of uh, their family mm -hmm. so uh, within the last 125 years a woman who's meant something to them we're after people that aren't famous we want the, the you know the real grit of the land story yeah that's our yeah. Thing too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the real people yeah the people who <laughs> did all the hard work not that the other women didn't but you know we want to celebrate them and um, we also want to, um, if, you do, if you don't want to do that, you can then pick somebody from the petition and, and hopefully you'll find somebody that's part of your own family. If you can't find a direct, you know, descendant from your mother and father and grandfather and grand, uh, grandmother, we said look at uncles and aunts that are married into the family. It's amazing how many people, normally people can actually find mm. somebody if they go further out. Yeah. And that's really interesting about the conversations that they're having with their wider family because mm. they're getting in contact with people that they normally don't really probably only see once or twice a year and having really great conversations mm. and some really interesting things being found out. Yeah. And um, and then if you don't, if, if, if that doesn't work, then we do have loads of bios that have been submitted by other people who have found, found people that they know of but don't want to do it themselves or, you know, they, they don't have any family left. So there's a historical societies who have found a, a pile of information um, and we can then give people bios to do. 
So oh we right. have a lot of people who, for example, aren't even from New Zealand, but they've been here for 10 years and, and they have no relatives here. So they're picking, you know, they'll come and say, oh, I'm a nurse and I'd love to do a nurse. Do you have one? So we say, yeah, we found a nurse. Here it is. Ah, well, thank you so much all right. and all the best for the project. I yeah. hope you get lots of great sewers on board. Yeah, we, I, I hope we do. We've already had, so I think it's 60 now um, in the last only the few days that we've started and what's great is yeah the, all the work will be hung in mid 2019 back in the museum so Wonderful. everybody can come along and have a look at it they're fantastic work cool thank you thank you thank you for listening to b-side stories on wellington access radio please do get involved in your so if you're so inclined and if nothing else go check out the petition in here tohu an exhibition at the National Library. There are three important documents there. He Whakaputanga, which is the Declaration of Independence of the Northern Chiefs, signed in 1835. There is Te Tiriti o Waitangi, the Treaty of Waitangi, and there is the Suffrage Petition. Go check it out. It's a really special place to go. Now, Mihi.